This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. If you want us to stop existing, you need to get us off the, the internet yourself. But you should hurry up because our own admins do it constantly on their own. If you don't want to be made fun of on the internet for, for things that you do, don't do things that people will make fun of you for. Do you ever decide not to poke that bear? Like, even if they're annoying and they do things that you find cringy, does it make sense for you to say, let's not make this person's life worse? Three things in life that make me happy are uh, horrible shit on the internet, so bad it's good content, and uh, cute animals. I like, uh, I like kittens. Kittens are very cute. How many lawsuits are being levied against Encyclopedia Dramatica at the moment? Hey, welcome to the Create Unknown. I am Kevin Lieber. This is the home of Make Something Mean Something. We're live on Discord right now for all of our patrons, our infantry, our baby gang, our dumpster crew, our $2 tots. And joining me, as always, is Matthew Tabor, who's going to give the inside scoop on our guest. Yeah. Uh, so we have odd guy also known as easy peasy. Uh, he's a content creator and admin of the website encyclopedia dramatica and uh, odd guy is very different from the create unknowns typical guest. Let me explain in mashables, 2008 open web awards encyclopedia dramatica won first place in the category of people's choice for favorite wiki. Uh, WikiHow came in second and Wikipedia came in a distant third. It really was that well loved. And what I just said is probably the last positive thing that, that we'll say about Encyclopedia Dramatica in this podcast. Um, what started in 2004 as a live journal drama site evolved or devolved into a, a fetid petri dish of offensive humor, criticism, and trolling. And depending on one's worldview, it's considered the funniest website on the internet or the most hateful. Uh, to get a sense of ED's style, imagine 4chan, rotten.com, something awful, and Wikipedia having a baby with every possible genetic mutation typically associated with the biological products of incest. 
Odd Guy isn't a founder of the site, but he's an administrator now of, of ED, uh, as well as the bad web webcomic wiki. Uh, he's so far avoided being on the too long list of ED admins who are or have been in prison. Uh, a 10,000 uh, British pound legal judgment in 2016 was awarded to a libeled party described by a British newspaper as an internet toilet wall graffiti spat. And ED is currently facing a lawsuit from a disgruntled subject of a page that includes exposing the man for having been caught in a compromising position with his sister's underwear. ED perpetually faces problems with hosting, yet its global army of devotees rally behind the mascot ATAN in their daily crusade to laugh at everyone and everything, whether they want to be laughed at or not. Odd Guy is a proud resident of New Jersey, and I'm sure New Jersey is very proud to have him. And he's formerly, formerly of uh, the least controversial country in the world, Israel. He's described by a friend of ours as an agent of chaos, and he is a wildly quick-witted and charismatic creator with engaging and occasionally offensive truth streams. Uh, his most popular video on YouTube is titled Steven Universe, a bad show made by awful people for a garbage fan base. So let's just rip this Band-Aid off, given that Encyclopedia Dramatica is a hub for savage criticism at the expense of others. Why should it even be allowed to exist? Okay, well, starting off with the heavy questions, but let me flip it on you. <laughs> let, me, okay. let me just right off the bat. Why shouldn't it be allowed to exist? After all, that's not how free speech works. You don't give people a list of things they're allowed to say. If you want people to stop saying something, to stop expressing something, you need to give a strong, convincing argument for why it should not be allowed. Now, if someone were to tell me why that our website should not be online, the criticism would probably be that uh, it's offensive, that it's hateful, and uh, that it contributes nothing to humanity, all of which are completely true. But I'll respond <laughs> like this. Uh, I don't care if you're offended. To the people who say that we are slandering people, this is a website which describes Adolf Hitler as a pretty cool guy. So if someone reads something about you on Encyclopedia Dramatica and he believes it, the problem is not with the site. The problem is that uh, that person's very stupid. So I'm sorry, we take no responsibility for the bullshit on our site because it is clearly bullshit. So now, why should it be allowed to exist? Anything that can exist is allowed to exist. If you want us to stop existing, you need to get us off the off the internet yourself. But you should hurry up because our own admins do it constantly on their own. We have a long history of uh, basically articles linking back to a very important article on the site called You Can't Take Down Encyclopedia Dramatica. And it's true, you can't take down Encyclopedia Dramatica, but our fucking users can because Whenever the site is offline, it's because one of our incompetent admins has destroyed the fucking site on his own. So don't worry about it. If you don't like Encyclopedia Dramatica, just wait. We'll be offline again very soon. We were offline a few weeks ago. In fact, a few days before that, someone on our site um, found a thread that no one was looking at on the forum, posted child porn on it, and then reported the child porn to our host just to fuck with us. And this is not a guy who hates the site. This is one of our regular users doing it for fun. So, so don't worry about it. We will not exist for much longer if our own admins have anything to do with it. 
But I mean, a decade ago, mm-hmm. you were wiped out. Oh, by the way, when did you when did you come up in Encyclopedia Encyclopedia Dramatica? Well, I, I can't started, imagine it was it was 2004, was it? No, I didn't. I wasn't on the site when it was first created. I joined in right around the time it was uh, wiped out for the first time, just uh, mm-hmm. at the tail end of 2011. Then the site went down. And when it was back up, I thought, you know, this is a really fucking good site. I should probably help out with restoring it. Although I didn't really do much. I just, uh, I just sat around and vandalized articles. But I, I, the, it's the thought that counts. Okay, I, my heart was in the wrong place, but I was mostly just um, spamming. So I joined okay, in. So at, yeah, go yeah. on. 2011, I mean, you talk about the site going down. When that happened in 2011 mirrors popped up all over because users yeah. took the site and hosted it elsewhere. So yeah. uh, if that happened tomorrow, you know, you say, you know, we could flip the switch tomorrow. It could be taken down. Well, your community would, would, you know, pop it up in 17 different places. Well, it's not the community now so much. We, 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 are, we supposedly should have a copy of the site and the database, but we, we actually don't. We continuously, Every subsequent admin fucks it up somehow, and the site gets worse and worse. So the first time it went down in 2011, the owner of the site refused to give us back the the server where where all the images were. So they collect we collected all the images we could, and then when the site then the site uh, I'm not going to go through every admin. Maybe I'll go through it a little later because it's pretty funny. But at some point a <laughs> year ago, one of our admins who were who was running the entire who owned the site at that point, who told us he is a security expert, allowed it to, to crash. And in the entire time that he was admin, he would, did not make any new new backups. So And then he disappeared. So then we got the backup again, and we restored the site. And then the new site admin went to jail. And then we had to restore the site again, even though the last conversation we had with him before he got arrested was that he told us that it's really bad that only one person has a uh, a database, a copy of the site, and you should probably give it to the rest of us in case something happens. And then the, the week after that, something happened, and he was arrested. We, I, yeah. I'm still not sure what We've he was had, arrested for. <laughs> We've had similar problems with, with Vsauce, where you know the channels go down because Michael and Jake and Kevin get arrested for various things. Uh, and he has the password for the channels. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I sympathize with your plight <laughs> fully. Uh, so you know, we've we've talked about just generally what the site you know is what, hold here. On. But you know, what? I'll actually yeah. let, let, let me hold on. Let me just give you an actual rundown of our uh, of the chain of custody of the site thus far. Okay. okay, the site was created in 2004. Then in 2011, the owner got sick of uh, constantly being harassed and saw how much money Know Your Meme was making. So she decided she's going to make the site a clone of Know Your Meme. Instead of letting her do that, people just remade the site in its entirety and then vandalized the new site that she created. The site ran again for seven years. Un- no, the site ran for a few months being owned by one of the members of LulzSack until he went to jail. Then the site defaulted to the new admin who for seven years ran it, but also stole money from the site to buy heroin. Eventually, he was about to sell. Yeah, eventually he was about to sell the uh, the user data of the entire user base to some some company, some shady company, to buy more to get more money for heroin, of course. And another admin stole the site from him to prevent him from doing that. 
Then that admin, which I already mentioned, who promised us he is an expert in running in, in computer technology and internet and whatever, allowed the site to crash, did not keep a backup, and instead of saying something, just disappeared completely. Then the site was taken over by some guy who we have repeatedly tried to get to leave the site because he is completely insane. This person was once arrested for stolen valor, and he insisted to us repeatedly that he he was not guilty of stolen valor. He was never judged for it. He was never convicted, even though we have the court records, and he certainly was convicted for it. And then he ran the site for about half a year before one day we, we realized that he hasn't logged on for several weeks. So one of our admins says, you know, I should probably check the local jailhouses. And of course, that is exactly where he was. We don't know what he was arrested for, but we do know that it is sealed. So it is a federal offense. Then the oh, site was, yeah, yeah the, then the site was uh, given to our current admin who is currently being sued and his lawyer is being is getting increasingly angry with him for not taking this lawsuit remotely seriously. And we are thinking of maybe moving the site to another person who is outside of the United States to prefer, to prevent further lawsuits. So that is the chain of custody <laughs> thus far of the website. What were you going to ask me? Uh. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Wait, wait, so wait. <laughs> what, is, what is what is what is stolen valor? Is that impersonating a military a official? Soldier. Yeah, yeah. And and, he, and I, why would you do that? What is the benefit of that? What did you What do you know. get this out guy, of it? Okay, this this guy was why constantly committing thing? crime. Listen, th this guy was constantly committing crimes nonstop, and we believe that the thing he ended up getting arrested for that is one of the speculations. Although that might be something he was arrested for in the past was that he was hired by a company to do their uh, their security, and then they fired him. So what he did was he hacked that company and tricked them into thinking it was someone else so that they would hire him back to protect them from himself. And eventually they realized what he was doing and, and sued him. And I think that is what he is in jail for. Oh, I also forgot there was HBO. a brief... Yeah. There was a brief moment where uh, the one of our admins, I don't, I don't know what happened to him, but the site essentially defaulted to a, a drug-addicted neo-Nazi who was incredibly bad at actually running the website. And he, within a very short span of time, was able to accidentally expose our site's entire mailing list publicly so that everyone on the site could, uh, could be doxxed if they didn't uh, make an alternative email to create their account. And then when another person stepped in and took the site away from him, he tried to hack the account of the new admin and then he got banned and then he started crying and threatened to commit suicide. <laughs> so our site is run by the best oh. people, only the cream of the crop, of course. <laughs> Nothing but the best for Encyclopedia Dramatica, I assure you. <laughs> by the way, for the people who are going to listen to this next week on audio, you are missing out on one of the best, if not the best, video feeds ever in the live chat. Uh, as Kevin's listening to this story, he looks like 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 a child in a doctor's office knowing he's about to get the most painful shot of his life. <laughs> I listen. I, I gotta well, tell you, I told this. Uh, I told this to you earlier. I have been spending so much time on these fucking websites that I don't even notice when I say 
like ra- various slurs, not necessarily racial. I uh, I have a large repertoire, I promise you, of various slurs <laughs> against various people. But I have been on several podcasts over the last few weeks, just laughing at the lawsuit that we'll talk about soon. And I have I realized while I was doing that that I'm constantly saying uh a variety of things that I will not repeat, but I will probably accidentally repeat. You just just get the audio guy to to bleep it out, or you will get banned. And that's the kind of thing that you miss when you're not uh, watching the live show. You know, we, we can only beep after the fact. <laughs> um, so we, we have a sense of, of the, the yeah. ethos around Encyclopedia Dramatica, right? But mm-hmm. let's take a look at a specific article so that okay. people can understand exactly what's going on. Uh, Kevin, would you like to read the entry for Vsauce 2? Mm. Yes, I have uh, printed out my entry. I am on the website, and uh, Vsauce 2's entry goes like this. Hold on. Before, Vsauce, you, before, oh, you, wait, okay. wait, before you do that, just remember to hover over the, uh, uh, the, the hyperlinks and see where they lead, because that's, uh, that's, the, real, that's the, yeah. the best comedy is located there. Yes. Oh, well, uh, I just have it printed out, so if anybody's uh, oh. uh, listening okay, well, at home... Uh, and I'm they gonna, can pull up the website, then then feel free to check out well, the hyperlinks. Are you looking at the Vsauce or the v, Vsauce 2 here? So we're reading Vsauce the Vsauce 2. 2 paragraph, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The Vsauce page uh, has okay, well, I'm, main I, Vsauce, I, then two, three, and the rest. I have my eyes on it right now. Go ahead. All right. Well, here here is, is my reading of my entry. Vsauce 2 is one of the three adaptations of Vsauce. The host of this account is Kevin Lieber, a mechanophile that pretentiously waves... We actually have an article about mechanophile. It leads to mechanophile. I didn't know that this was an actual article. Okay, go on. Okay, a mechanophile... Since we paused on mechanophile, uh, I I just want to read what what that is on the article. Go ahead. Yeah, mechanophilia is a mental disorder of the type <laughs> paraphilia described as a sexual attraction to inanimate objects, mainly machines, hence the name. It develops during the late anal period, five to seven years old, and is much more common among girls. So, Kevin, the, the mechanophile, You're a girl. continue. Go ahead. All right. Uh, that said, a mechanophile that pretentiously waves his arms around for no apparent reason <laughs> His, in quotes, in quotation marks, so air quotes, his content is solely dedicated to steal other people's videos, and and that is also hyperlinked. So I don't know what steal other Hold people's on. videos uh, leads goes. you to. Uh, that goes Ray to Ray William, William Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm the, yeah, okay. Uh, to steal other people's videos and monetize them so he can afford to buy a razor to shave his ugly mustache. Um, so obviously, I have not been able to do that good of a job monetizing the videos as the mustache, the ugly mustache, unfortunately remains. What does uh, mustache hyperlink to? Let's see. Ah, uh, an article on mustache. Ooh. Yeah, which I imagine Let's has, has the fantastic ones. Oh, no, that goes to, no, that article goes to pedophilia. Oh, Oh, there's a oh. reroute. Yeah, that's a redirect, huh? Okay. Yes, because uh, all pedophiles have a very similar mustache to yours, Kevin. Just, well, just bring that out. There you, there you go. All right, uh, moving on. The, uh, the videos contains... There are so many typos on here. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, well, the we videos don't spell con- contains six different shows. What does six different shows hyperlink to? Uh, uh, what? I, what? W-U-T-What. Yeah. 
We're just confused by why you have six different shows. Okay. Um, some examples are Mind Blow showcases nothing but upcoming robots helping crippled people or useless inventions in the making. Fact crippled conveys, just goes to crippled. Okay. Fact, go on. Fact conveys conveys misinformation about specific subjects, and a recent series of videos that are similar from Vsauce's videos, except for the fact that Kevin has no idea of what he is talking about. Uh, so as you can it. see, the the site is written often by uh, angry thirteen year olds, and we never spell check what they're writing. Anyone can write anything, and they they usually do. They will write anything, but never correctly. <laughs> and there seems to be uh, also uh, angry 13-year-olds who are not always native English speakers as well. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, I get, I get a lot of shit when I write about uh, my copious typos throughout the articles. <laughs> yeah, I, get, I get a lot of shit for that. So yeah, as far is, as Encyclopedia yeah. Dramatica articles go, though, that one's not bad at all. Very That's tame. pretty tame. Very tame. Yeah. Very tame. We're we're still waiting for you to, I don't know, get exposed for murdering a hooker or something. That's that's when the article begins to shine. That, that's when it blossoms. This is like a placeholder for for when you turn out to be a serial killer. It's important to have one for for every internet celebrity because eventually all of them are either pedophiles or serial killers. I expect a twist because despite the mustache, I am putting my money on serial killer, okay? I just I'm just putting that out right now. Despite Fair the enough. mustache, I think that's just exists to confuse us. You know, you, you, you think I'm not going to leave my child with him. But then when you turn your back, stab, you're dead. You're fucked. Subterfuge. That's how you do it. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see, you know, any day now. <laughs> we'll see. I think he's, he's uh, threatening me. I'm going to lock my door tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. New Jersey's uh, a big place. Yeah, that's place, an example. But... I mean, even. Yeah, <laughs> um, we looked some people were asking in the chat earlier in, in discord, um, you know, and I threw up some examples of people who are currently on the hot seat a little bit like like Ethan Klein. You know, that's an article that's oh, getting day to day attention. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the articles that that have uh, the the frequent updates because things are, you know, they're very popular right now or unpopular. Oh God, um, I went to the fucking website and it's a picture of his ass. I went to, to the page and immediately Ethan Klein's yeah. spongy cheesecake ass that looks like a nylon bag <laughs> full of cottage cheese. God damn it. Ethan, <laughs> fuck you. You look like a worm. Okay. You look like something out of a Cronenberg movie. I am embarrassed to be the same race as you, Ethan. Please, please stop. Everything you are doing, stop. I don't care what it is. Stop making videos. Stop eating. Stop breathing. Okay? You are a disgrace to my nation. Anyways, uh, anyways uh, I expect to see you at the, the Sabbath dinner. Mom's, uh, mom's, mom misses you, Ethan. So how did you rise up? (laughs) How did you rise up the ranks on this? Was it, was it you, uh, sticking around long enough and other people kind of dropping out or what? Uh, well, there isn't really an official way to rise up the ranks. You just, if you are on the site long enough and you are not completely brain damaged, one of the other admins will turn you into an admin so that hopefully you can stop the site from falling apart. There is no official system. I remember one time, uh, some girl got very angry at our website for writing an article about us, and her plan to get the article removed 
was to nominate herself for an admin and wait for the Encyclopedia Dramatica admin elections. And we had to explain to her that there are no admin elections. That is not how that works. And even if it did, you can't delete your own article. And how many admins are there at this point? Uh, I need to, I need to check. Let's see what the, what is the list of the staff right now? Staff. Let's go to that page. ED government. Uh, uh, there are quite a lot that we randomly add and remove people. And sometimes we forget to remove them, even though some of them uh, die or disappear or become too, uh, too addicted to drugs to actually do their job. Or sometimes there's a data loss because our admins are incompetent and the site reverts back and a bunch of people who are no longer here get re-added to the fucking list of admins, even though they're, some of them are, might actually be dead for all we know. <laughs> Oh. It, it happens. We have oh. had uh, several users randomly die. We we had one <laughs> user uh, commit a school shooting. Did I did I tell you about that one? Oh no! Yeah, no. we we had a, again another another situation that you know all the educational channels on YouTube like we deal with this stuff weekly. Did you ever hear about uh, William Atcherson? I don't know that name, Kevin. Do you know it? No, no, no. He was the kid who shot up a high school, and his rampage was stopped by a. Uh, old woman with a couch. This was, I think, back in 2018. And by the way, this is not the first uh, the first website when he was a user of both our website and uh, Kiwi Farms. And the funny thing is that the users on the site, they didn't know specifically that he was going to commit a school shooting. But after he shot up the school, several people told me that they were so sure he would eventually go on a mass shooting. They had been keeping a file on him for two years waiting for this moment to happen. And this is the second wow. time someone from a site that I am an admin on uh, shot up or tried to shoot up a school. There was a previous incident where a girl tried to shoot up a school but was arrested because she bragged about it on 4chan. That was on uh, on the bad web comic, the the bad web comic wiki. So that's pretty interesting. Okay, so so back to that initial question of yeah. is this site a good thing to have on the internet? Well, uh, we didn't cause him to shoot. Is up. there you any know what? role? Listen, that that's a good question, and I get I I don't get this question a lot, but I hear this question asked a lot of people about different things online, and I don't believe that these websites cause people to I don't know go shoot up schools or anything. I think that mentally ill people will eventually sooner or later will find something to radicalize them to the point that they shoot someone up. Every time someone shoots up a place, people go, hey, this guy was uh, a right-wing agitator or a left-wing agitator. And when you actually look at their political beliefs, it's always something completely stupid and self-contradictory. Like a few weeks, no, last week, last week, those four guys tried to kidnap a governor. And then there was immediately the fight over yeah. whether they are right-wing or left-wing. But when you look at their fucking beliefs, one of them was an anarchist who went to a Black Lives ra rally and had a uh, Confederate flag on his fucking truck. So these people are do not have a consistent, coherent belief system. They shoot up schools because they're fucking insane. There was, I remember one of the funniest news stories I ever heard was one guy, a, this was an actual headline, a former neo-Nazi who converted to Islam kills his roommate for insulting Allah. That is, these are the people you are thinking okay. about. I, there is nothing I can do to cause someone to shoot up a school. All I can do is watch them and think to myself, this guy is probably going to shoot up a school, which is exactly what we did. Uh, there was nothing we could call the police about. We're, we're going to tell them, uh, this guy's uh, literally retarded. You should probably call the get someone to check in on him. He didn't commit a, a crime, although he right. was 
friends on Discord with another school shooter. So that's that's pretty interesting. Oh, yeah, you can't do anything about about uh, if you want to really do something. Listen, if you want to do something, invest more. If you want to do something, invest more in mental health. Reopen the state, the state institutions instead of sending all the crazy people out to the street. Because this, this problem really started uh, in God. I think the, when JFK was president, and he just completely changed the way that uh, that mental health is uh, is handled. And basically, what that meant is that all state institutions were closed, and all the inpatients became outpatients. But the the reason they were inpatients is because their family didn't want them, so they all went out into the street. If you don't invest in mental health, and if you don't have state institutions taking care of the crazy homeless people and checking in on them, they're going to commit crimes. That that's the issue. A website isn't what's going to cause it. A website is just the thing where they will talk about it before they do it. In no, my this opinion, reminds me of <clears throat> this reminds me of the argument back back in the eighties, and uh, uh, you know, here's going to be another boomer moment. Uh, but in the eighties and, and early nineties, music, uh, music, music, video was games cause violence. But the the, the yeah. science never backs that up. But uh, time but and time again, though, when they try though, Metallica. It, yeah. Yeah. Metallica got heat. Uh and and this is in uh what is the the documentary series about the Robin Hood Hills murders? Um uh, somebody in the chat, Kino's got it. He's typing already. Um should probably look at the chat. I can't Let's think of the name. So, uh, right. So Metallica, you know, the, the prosecution was, was like, ah, you know, these are satanic kids and they were influenced by Metallica and whatever. And, uh, this, you know, this was really common in terms of uh, trying to censor music and restrict music in, in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but what would happen if there were no Metallica? Let's say it is true. And it wasn't true at all that they were you know, uh, that they were mm-hmm. driven to murder by Black Sabbath and Metallica. Yeah. But let's say it were. What happens if there's no Metallica? What? What? They they just wouldn't ever listen to music? No, they would listen to a different band. If they are mentally you ill, know, like, they would find something else to radicalize themselves. Listen, uh, I do a stream once a week with my friend Viz, and we just look at conspiracy websites. And the shit we find is insane. And the first thing we found, and I will forever be These are a, the truth streams, right? Yeah, the truth streams. And the first yep. thing we found, which is why we started the pod, the uh, the stream show, was, and I will never forget uh, one ordinary gamer because my internet didn't work and it took me like two months until we could do the stream. And by that time, he already did an episode about this guy. But it is a guy who believes that the IRS kidnapped his wife, put him put her into a coma so they can harvest her organs and then did 9-11 using a kite. The, the, the shit that you okay. will find on these websites is insane. There is nothing you can do to keep crazy people from concocting a completely idiotic conspiracy theory and then acting on it or not acting on it, just ranting about it endlessly. They, they just need a trigger, but you cannot get rid of every single trigger. Listen, the Slenderman fucking... Uh, what, what do you call it? It's a micro fiction or a, or a meme. Several copy kids. Copypasta thing? Copy, yeah. They, several kids murdered yeah. or tried to murder someone because of it. So what are you going to do? Are you going to ban horror stories? Are you going to ban micro fiction? Are you going to ban creepypasta? No, you just have the, the kids watch the, have the parents watch the kids. If you have crazy people, have a state institution to put them in or have some sort of I don't know, social worker, check in on them, something, give them some medication. But what are you going to do? Are you going to ban all art 
put a, put everyone in a blank room with nothing on the wall so that they can't get any ideas in their head that they can evolve into a reason to kill a random person? No, you can't do that. Art is art. You, you can't really do anything about it. And crazy people are crazy. <laughs> that's So that's why do they is. come to you? That that's the question. They don't then. Come. So they exist. That's fine. But okay. well, how do they well, how do they end up in the Encyclopedia Dramatica community or the the Kiwi Farms community or wherever it is? Why do they end up in those places well, that at really a higher clip? That really depends on what what you mean when you say they. If you're talking about school shooters, I don't think our site has some sort of abnormal number of school shooters. We have some fucking fucked up people, but if you Put it into the broad category of anyone who's fucked up. Yeah, we attract a lot of fucked up people, but we did not attract a significant number of school shooters. Neither did any site, maybe except well, there are probably a few sites that did attract a couple. But I don't know I, if you were to look at every person who went on a killing spree, most of them had Facebook accounts. Most of them had Twitter accounts. Is Twitter causing this? Is Facebook? Right. I, the, the assumption that there is an abnormal amount of school shooters or other sociopaths that are literally dangerous to society on our on our websites or on kiwi farms or on anyone or on anywhere else is based on anecdotal evidence there is i doubt there's any research on this and if there was i I don't know how it would be done and what exactly it would prove is all i'm saying so i reject the entire premise that we are somehow dangerous why bring it up to begin with though like what? Why bring yeah, it yeah. up? You're the one who brought it up. We didn't bring it up because so it's like, funny. Why is this? Because it is extremely funny. I find it absolutely hilarious that this why this fucking it's, I kid. Mean, it's definitely not. It's, it's not funny at all. It's horrible. What's well, funny, it's funny about to it? me? That's mm, I'll tell you because he got stopped by a couch. I guess that's the funny part. He was extremely angry. He was very edgy online. Basically, his entire persona revolved around being really, really fucking edgy. And then he planned a school shooting thinking he was going to be fucking mass murder Rambo. And he lost a fight to a 70-year-old, a 70-year-old woman that blocked the door with a couch. I, I thought for a while to make a video about him because no one else would. And my working title for it was The Last Victim of the Ottoman Empire. The little, little wordplay there. An Ottoman. Oh yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. I'll be taking my uh, comedy <laughs> award now. So <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what's funny about it, and I'll tell you why people enjoy Encyclopedia Dramatica. This actually leads me to to what I think is worth talking about. People on Encyclopedia Dramatica like to plumb the depth of human depravity. Okay, there is something exceedingly funny about people who are so ridiculous and so awful that if you were to try to make a a character in a fictional work about them, they would be too unbelievable. That is what's funny to me about Encyclopedia Dramatica. Finding the absolute most insane people committing heinous crimes or just acting so incredibly ridiculous that you can't help but laugh. I re- like, if I, if I had to give an example, I remember a woman who, who got angry that people were making fun of her online, so she tried to fake her own death on Facebook, and then her sister, and tried to rope her sister into pretending she's dead. And when you look at some this sort of person, I, I don't know how what? anyone does not find that hilarious, that someone could be that ridiculous. But the ridiculous does not end there. I do not draw the line at pretending to be dead. I do not draw the line at anything. Because, you know, if someone goes out and, I, I don't know, if that guy I talked about from that website shoots up a government office because he believes styrofoam kites... Dest- are, are the cause for 
me not laughing about it will not turn back time and prevent him from going on a shooting. I might as well laugh about it. It will not prevent another shooting. It will not undo what has happened. You might as well have a fucking giggle about it. That, that's at least my opinion about the issue. So we've talked a bunch of times in past mm-hmm. episodes with different you know, people who have all sorts of channels, funny stuff like mm-hmm. Psychic Pebbles, uh, iDubs, yeah. and people who have a lot of humorous content. We've talked about general stuff and humor. And this is something that I, I want both of you to kind of talk about mm-hmm. here. Um, it, it, it's really yeah. thinking about laughing at horrible things mm-hmm. because Kevin's right that something like a school shooting is objectively horrible. Yeah. Like that, that's that, that act is, is, uh, just no one is sympathetic there, mm-hmm. nor should they be. It wouldn't be healthy at all. Yeah. But you're saying there's an element to this horrible story that's worth laughing at. Yeah. Um, we, you know, where this, the, the whole grand plan is foiled by an old woman pushing a couch, you know, yeah. that's a, uh, kind of a goofy resolution to a really serious, yeah. terrible thing. His reasoning wow. for committing sh- the shooting was ridiculous. His behavior was ridiculous. The way he looked was ridiculous. The way the shooting went through was ridiculous, except, except for, of course, for the fact he killed two people. But other than that, it was kind of a fucking joke. I'm sorry for the people who died, but it is fucking hilarious that some guy would idolize school shooters Imagine himself as some sort of killing machine, look like an absolute loser, put on an idiotic bulletproof vest for some reason, and eventually lose a fight to a couch in a door and shoot himself. That is how that ended. He couldn't get the door open, so he shot himself. I think there's an element of comedy to that. Kevin, what do you think about this? About about finding the humor in a, a really terrible thing. Is there value in that? Uh, to me, not when there are innocent victims involved. Like if this guy did this thing and and and, and there mm-hmm. there were nobody else was involved and got harmed along the way, then mm-hmm. yeah, sure. Then it would be kind of like a yeah. silly, funny situation where the person who engaged in that behavior, you know, brought it upon themselves or whatever, and yeah. you don't really have a ton of sympathy for that. And I and I do understand that, but mm-hmm. when there are like random people involved and caught in the crossfire whose families lives are forever ruined by this like horrendous tragedy i don't find that funny and i would just move on to the 70,000 other things that are funny every day that don't involve murder victims that's completely acceptable this listen everyone draws the line somewhere else some people find would find what you find funny to be completely offensive i find what you find to be offensive to be very funny. Everyone has their own limit and I find most things funny. And basically that's what the what Encyclopedia Germanica is for, for people who find most things funny. What do you find, this, uh, what do is, you have oh, empathy sorry. for though? Like, are there situations where you have I, sim- sympathy for well, people or is just well, everything listen, I'm not a, a psychopath. Joke? Listen, I'm not a psychopath. I am sympathetic <laughs> and empathetic towards people. I just don't think that not making fun of anything that happens will somehow prevent it from happening again or would reverse what has already happened. I see no value in not making fun of horrible things. You can be sympathetic. You can try to help people. You can give money to charity. You can do a lot of things. But at the same time, you can still make fun of it. I think, listen, I, I always summarize it like this. I don't think rape is funny, but I think rape jokes are funny. That You can make fun of the most horrible things, but it doesn't make the 
thing itself funny, just makes the joke about the thing funny. Uh, if I were to make a list of yeah the top 10 most savage, inappropriate, awful Holocaust jokes I've ever heard, 100% then half of them were, would be ones that I've told you because I've got a whole collection that I can share with you <laughs> right now. Well, I was going to say that 100% of that list I heard in bars in Israel. Yep. Uh, it, and it was a case of, uh, yep. you know, that's where I learned really mine. kind of, uh, yeah. And, and it's, it's taking something that obviously is very important to that nation, right? And was a terrible thing objectively. Yeah. And then uh, thumbing, thumbing their nose at this horrible thing and getting a kick out of some element of it. Yeah, you cannot get uh, away know, from that, Holocaust that jokes on Israeli to. TV. You cannot get away. Any comedy right. show on Israeli TV will have Holocaust jokes. There's, yeah, no, no, I, this line of thought doesn't go anywhere. So I'm just gonna stop there. But yeah, yeah. people. Can, uh, but that, that's just a big example of yeah. of you know here's a place quite affected by uh you know by that thing making jokes about the thing. Whereas in New York City, uh you know. It's not so much now because it's been 20 years, uh, but anybody, any stand-up guy making a, a, a savage joke about 9-11 in 2002 uh, was was not going to be received well. And it yeah. even wouldn't be now so much. Yeah, that yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. Again, everyone has their own limits. Everyone has their own lines that they won't cross. Some people don't find most things funny. Some people only only find very wholesome humor funny. And some people find absolutely everything funny. To each their own, I suppose. But for those of them who find most things funny, there's Encyclopedia Dramatica. We cater to that audience. So we just talked about, you know, big things and, and kind of general things. Yeah. Uh, what about a specific scenario? So, you know, Kevin's entry wasn't, wasn't bad. You know, no. it really was, was, yeah, we didn't have, there, there's to no say basis for any of it. My yeah, mustache right. is right. bad. And so somebody just, yeah, <laughs> I recognize that. You think I don't know that? I know that. There's nothing in it that that warranted, uh, you know, getting a hard time about whatever. Yeah. It's just a goofy, yeah, yeah. goofy thing, right? But um, what if an individual is really affected by the the criticism and the ribbing that they're getting? So if it is on that that Ethan Klein level, where you load up the page and the first thing you see is, uh, you know. If, a naked butt being made fun of, which by the way, it's not like, uh, that was an iPhone hack and a leak. You yeah. Know, he, he posted, posted those photos himself and, you know, now it's being used against him on that page. Uh, but, um, this is one person kind of experiencing a fair bit of misery so that however many people, uh, on, on the internet mm -hmm. can laugh about it. What's the calculus there? Like at, at what point is that not okay? Well, where is it always okay? If, if one person is laughing at one other person, is that, uh, you know, is that weird? Is it, is it okay when it's a million people laughing at one? Okay. Well, there's uh, there several different ways to think about it. Some people used to view it or still view it that, uh, that troll communities generally only really go after, uh, the, the degenerates, so to speak, people who sort of have it coming. They don't, Go the mechanophiles. Yeah, the mechanophiles. <laughs> like, again, Kevin's article is, no one's going to read that and have a lesser opinion of Kevin. They're going to, ah, that's fine. They're, they're right. making fun of Kevin a little bit. The, if he had done something worth making fun of, that article would be a lot larger. And there would be a reason for it to be a lot larger because he had done something to warrant it. 
the the articles are consequences of people's behavior. We might may hypernalize, but we rarely randomly make things up. Everything on an, on these articles are things that we believe are, if not likely to be true, are possible to be are possible to be true. Or that if we we were to write them, someone would read and think that's not true. That's just bullshit. That is clearly a joke. The worse person you are, the more critical the article about you is going to be. But that is completely a consequence of things that you've done. So again, if I weren't, if we weren't to make these pages, someone else on some other place on the internet would still be making fun of someone for their behavior. If you don't want to be made fun. Of on the internet th- for things that you do, don't do things that people will make fun of you for. That's really it, all it is. People have this desire to, I guess, partially overshare, partially not realize yeah. that w- the internet is still a real place. There are people on the other side of that screen and they are critical of you and your behavior that when you put something on the internet, unless no one saw that and you deleted it immediately, they can still find it. When you go onto the onto the to Twitter and say something like, uh, for example, general example, not anyone, uh, not anyone specific. You say something like, uh, I molested my sister and now everyone knows. And then people bring that up to your face over and over for the rest of your life. Uh, you chose to molest her and, uh, you chose to publicly share that. So, uh, the onus is on you. I would, in my opinion. And is there any kind of, uh, what do they call it? Uh, the right to be forgotten where people have sued to try to get their names erased from Google searches and things like that. Is there any element of that that's appropriate? I know it's a, that's a hard question because you know, on one hand you, I'll say this, if what you've done is big enough, is horrible enough, people will, will not forget you. It doesn't matter if you, if you can get a few people to stop talking about it. If you went ahead and stabbed some guy and then you went to jail and you got out, People will look up your name. And they'll find out that you stabbed some guy. The person who sued yeah, yeah. Google and asked for the right to be forgotten, the thing he wanted off of the internet is that he, I think, got arrested for not paying a parking ticket or something. It was some sort of traffic violation. Okay. If he had simply <laughs> not made a big deal about it, he would have been forgotten because no one cares. Yeah, You will be forgotten yeah. if what you, you did is not worth remembering. You will not be able to silence that, every the, single person. Is that the Streisand effect? That yeah, is the Streisand effect. Is that what they call it? By the way, Streisand effect is, yeah. uh, is trending on Twitter right now because of the Biden thing. Because, oh. And that's a great example because there's, I'm not going to get into details so, you, so your podcast doesn't get banned, but a political article was posted on the <laughs> New York Times and both Twitter and Facebook are trying to delete it from existence oh, yeah. under the auspices of a variety of excuses. But... That is the only thing on my timeline. I cannot get away from it. I was not even going to read the article. I just retweeted it without looking at it. And I kept seeing it so fucking much that I ended up like saying, okay, that I, ended up, I heard a weird sound. Greg had to come back. Okay. Yeah. So that I ended up saying, okay, fuck it. If I'm going to keep seeing this on my timeline, at least I should read it. If there wasn't this big of a controversy, I would have never even bothered to look at it. The more yeah. you try to get rid of something, unless you have an unbelievable amount of power or unless that is something that virtually no one cares about, you will not be able to make it go away. The more on, the only thing you'll do is draw more attention to it. The best thing you can do when people make fun of you is not to acknowledge it. Do not bring it up. Do not go on Twitter and p- make vague posts about, hey, some guy wrote something about me on the internet because if you write that, 
people who follow you on Twitter will go out and look and try to find what is it that someone said about you. If you had never mentioned it, no one would know that there is something to look for. If you're getting made fun on the internet, so, yeah, yeah. if what you've done isn't so bad and you want to be forgotten and you're being made fun of on the internet, don't acknowledge it. Don't make a big deal about it. And if it's not a big, and if it's really not a big deal, people will leave it alone. Compressing the two things that you've said here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one is that if you're getting roasted for something you've said or done, it's on you. Mm-hmm. And if it's not a big deal, just don't make a big deal about it and people will forget. Right. Right. And then if that does happen, you know, kind of play dead on it (laughs) is your best strategy. Exactly. Yeah. There is, is there anything? No, no, go on. Is there anything regarding age with this? Because we, we see this all the time with YouTube people where somebody's tweets are, are popping up from, you know, 2013 and you look and and do the math and they were 13 at the time. And, uh, they said a couple gamer words. They regret now that they're older and popular. Like, is there a line that you draw there? How long do you punish a kid for in that system of, Take responsibility for everything you've done and let it go. Okay, that's a good question. I think that people have the common sense to look at something and judge it for themselves. If I find a tweet by a 12-year-old that says, said the N-word, I'm not going to think that he is a horrible person forever. And most people who are not pretending to be outraged will also look at it and go, okay, he was 12. No one cares. People who are mm-hmm. getting outraged about it are making a show out of it for for a variety of their own reasons. Either they dislike the person the person individually, they have a problem with this person, or they view him as some sort of political actor or as what he said as a political statement that they need to pounce on. But general sane people don't make a big deal about it. And one of the reasons that people get so screwed over by this is that whenever these things pop up, they immediately capitulate. And that that is never conducive to improving your situation. When people come at you in bad faith to attack you for something that is not a big deal, apologizing for it will only encourage them to continue to harass you. If you've really done nothing wrong, if you truly believe it, or if you've done something wrong a very long time ago, then just say, okay, listen, I was 15. I'm sorry. It was a mistake. And just leave it alone. Do not continue apologizing over and over. Just let it die down because the people who continue to harass you after you've already said that don't actually care whether you apologize or not. You can, if, if it is not even a big deal, don't even apologize at all. Do not feed people because they are not, they do not honestly want an apology from you. They want to be angry. The people who want an apology will forget about it as soon as you've apologized. And also, I'd like to also we add did an to that. Episode. I'm sorry. I yep. just like to add yeah, to that. Go on. You said, what, is there a line for, for an age for that? But the thing is, I don't get to decide where the line is. If someone said something and didn't delete it and people find it, there's really nothing I can do about it. I can write, if I don't write about it in an article, people are still going to talk about it. I'm not the arbiter of this. It is just a matter of whether people find it. Just, you know, go back and delete your tweets. Okay, that's my, that my advice. Go back and delete your tweet. <laughs> yeah. That's good advice. Yeah, there's but, no there's no point to having a tweet that's over like six months or a year old. There's or no whatever. point in having it's, a tweet that is, no that is over two function. days old. Because your tweet I, you I think saw, two days? I'll tell you why. Because I saw an article where that measured how long will it take for uh, for something you tweeted on a specific piece of social media to receive 50% of the views it will ever receive. And on Twitter, your tweets after t- after two days 
he it, no 90 i'm sorry it was 90 percent of the tweets it'll of the views it'll ever get your tweet after you tweeted two days ago 90 only 10 percent will more people than have already seen it will ever see it again at this point you can completely delete it unless you have a reason to keep it you you can by the way i'm not following my own advice but i do it because i don't care i want (laughs) people to think i'm as awful as i as i can possibly make them think that i am so that does not apply (laughs) to me i do this intentionally but every normal person there's no reason to keep your tweets for longer than two days if there's something you need to go back and look back on i know screenshot and keep it in the folder okay away from everyone else No, that makes sense. And that's, you know, we did an entire episode months ago uh, about about Jenna Marbles apologizing for her content from many, many years ago. And we talked about uh, what an apology actually was and if it's possible to make a good one that means something to the community. And if there's a segment of people who, like you said, they want to be they're not. Yeah, they're they're just going to keep going. You know, yeah, there is that portion that are, they want to be outraged about the thing and there's really nothing you can do to make that better. So that's really interesting contrast to that old episode. That is it. If you're really sorry, say you're sorry and just keep going. The people who will never forgive you will never forgive you. Never, no matter what you say. One question that I have, you know, just, just hearing your perspective on a lot of things that pops up into my mind is just. Do you think about where this comes from, your attitude about this sort of thing for you? Like, why is it that you want people to think that you're as terrible a person as possible? Because I get really funny interactions. I'll tell you, because I get really funny interactions from it. Okay? I do this for my own entertainment. My videos are completely terrible, and I allow people to think that I am a racist because I will occasionally get an extremely angry comment and that will just make my day. That one Steven Universe video I made, it has been a source of joy for me for over two years now because to this day, I continue to get completely insane comments on it and I occasionally just go, when I'm bored, I go into the YouTube comments and I just read the comments on that video and I just laugh. That is so much fun. I'll tell you what, I guess part of the entertainment of websites like Encyclopedia Dramatica aren't even the jokes. The joke isn't the joke itself. The joke is the reaction to the joke. The joke isn't what you've said. The joke is that when someone reads it, they will flip out completely. And what they will say and what they will do in reaction will be funnier than anything you could ever, ever write or make up in your mind. That is really the peak of comedy to me. I, I even That's the essence you know of trolling, I even made it? a video about it where I read comments that I got on that video. And the best one was someone who went on this completely insane rant that went on and on about how he's going to come to my house and murder me and rip off my limbs and set my house on fire and cut my throat and cut off my legs and hang up my arms like sausages and i got my friend who used to be in a metal (laughs) band to read that out in his metal voice and that was i think the the highlight of the video so that is one of the funniest things i've ever seen (laughs) what what percentage of people who do the most offensive stuff uh, in your mind on the internet are doing it for the same motivations that you are, which is just to get a rise out of people. Probably a small percentage because I think the worst behavior doesn't come from self-aware people who do awful things. It comes from people who have no self-awareness. That is the key to being a live comedy show because the wor- the worst thing I could possibly do if I decide to do it, I think to myself, you know what? I'm going to be in a lot of trouble for this or 
I'm going to go to jail for this. The people who do the worst kind of behaviors the people are the people who don't, that doesn't even cross their minds. The people who have no self-awareness, the people who have no sense of self-preservation, the people who have no ability to think forward and to imagine what the consequences of their actions will be. Those are the people who will be, the people who have no idea how to empathize with other human beings and conceptualize what they will think of their actions. Those are the people who are completely awful. I remember one day I was at work and I had a, I was just fucking around on the computer and I was on Encyclopedia Dramatica, even though I shouldn't be. And my boss <laughs> walked by, well, she wasn't my boss. She was one of the people who run the company that not the CEO, she was just above me. And she walked by and she accidentally saw me scrolling past a, um, I believe it was a picture of a naked woman trying to eat a dead horse. And she had this complete look of disgust on her face. What? Yeah. Rightfully so. so. <laughs> I mean, rightfully so. That would be the <laughs> normal rightfully reaction so, but hold on. to seeing that picture. <laughs> hold on. But that is not the, 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 the point of the story. But several minutes later, I need her for something. And I call her on the phone and she picks up and she's like, I'm like, uh, listen, I need you to to come here. I need something from you. And she's like, I, I'll, I'll be there in a few minutes. I'm on the toilet. I'm taking a shit. Like, and then I just hear this. <laughs> she, you see the, the, the worst behavior that I am capable of that she is disgusted by. She is considerably worse than I am. And she is not even aware of it. The worst people aren't the people who do this intentionally. The worst people are people who have no idea that what they're doing is wrong because that is what allows them to behave story. the way they. Yes, she. she fifteen she did minutes. That? Yeah, fifteen minutes after she looked at me in complete horror because I was looking innocuously at a dead horse being eaten by a naked woman, which I do not regret at all. That is completely normal behavior. Innocuously. I would use the word innocuously for that. <laughs> innocently, okay, innocently. Very innocently looking at a at a picture of a woman eating a dead horse. She she was talking to me while shitting on the toilet. It's like, that's not normal behavior. If you're on the toilet and you have to pick up, you're like, uh, yeah, I'm busy right now. I'll be back back in a, in a few minutes. You don't need to tell me that you're taking a shit. Okay. <laughs> So, oh my God! So that is my uh, my argument for why the worst people are the people who are completely un have no self awareness. Oh, oh how how do you <laughs> you know you know you make episode outlines you know with with some we topics wanted to talk about talk the about, questions you want to ask. Yeah, yeah, and then it just I, you but know I'm telling it, you it works quality for pretty stories. much everybody but you. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm giving you quality information here. <laughs> this is gold, buddy. This is gold. I'm giving you, I'm pouring out my heart and soul out to you. <laughs> so let's talk lawsuits. Then. Okay. Uh, there have been a couple over the years. Oh, there have right? been many. We, on almost a weekly basis, uh, receive DMCA notices and lawsuit threats that we completely ignore. Sure. Yeah. Uh, in 2000, uh, I believe 2016, our admin that was stealing the money for the heroin, of course, he got uh, he got sued by a guy who was suing a, who who was a um, litigious troll, I guess, who would constantly sue anyone who talked about him online. And he sued us for copyright infringement for pictures of him we put on the uh, website, one of which included him in a ba in a beaver costume. And what he did, he registered all of those pictures as copyright a beaver costume in a beaver costume. 
And he registered all those pictures okay. as copywritten to himself and then sued us for copyright infringement. Only uh, he didn't realize that the statute of limitation had completely worn out by then. But our admin, uh, he hired an overly expensive lawyer, which I told him not to do, and got himself into a major amount of debt, himself and the website. And I don't think he ever actually paid that lawyer. It's actually a pretty famous lawyer, a big free speech guy who he, I don't think, ever paid in the end. But we didn't suffer from it because that was right around the time we found out he was stealing money for cocaine and he got kicked out. So uh, we basically dumped him with the illegal debts and he, uh, he kind of got screwed on that. But our most recent lawsuit is a fine gentleman named Kevin Mann who does not appreciate that we make fun of the fact that he is extremely bald. He does not have any hair, at least not hair that was that naturally grows on his head, and he does not like that we mentioned that. He, he is hold up, hold up. Yes. How did how did a guy how did a bald guy? Yeah. Which how many bald people are in the world? Many. A lot. Many. A whole lot of people are very bald, bald. and balding. Yes. There are balding people talking into this microphone right now. Not me. So how did this one guy, <laughs> and it, no, it is not you and it's, it's not Kevin. Um, so how did this one guy even get on anybody's radar? This is radar the interesting part. All? I was just about to get to that. This is completely his own fault because he, he came to us. A lot of the articles that are on our website are people who showed up on our radar but by personally showing up on our radar this guy we found on our own facebook group he showed up on the on the encyclopedia dramatica facebook group which is currently called not encyclopedia dramatica because we were banned several times and currently we are not we are someone else not encyclopedia dramatica at all and he showed up there and he was extremely obnoxious now on encyclopedia dramatica we have two rules i'm going to use a slur now uh the two rules are don't po- post and don't be a those are you're gonna have to bleep that out okay those are the two rules and those are actually the rules of every single website in a nutshell don't break the law and don't be annoying or we will concoct some reason to ban you and he broke rule number two now rule two is very rarely enforced we do not ban people for breaking rule two we harass them until they leave on their own that is uh, the modus operandi on Encyclopedia Dramatica. So he's, he was extremely obnoxious. So, of course, he got doxxed. And when he got doxxed, we found out that he is very obsessive about being called bald and that he once posted a lengthy story about how his mom caught him jerking off naked in their living room with his sister's panties. And he does not like that that post, which he himself posted, which we did not post for him, is on our website and he wants it taken down and we will not take it down because he posted that himself and that is his own fault and then he antagonized us which he shouldn't have done so a lot of the articles Uh, some of the best articles are just crazy people who showed up on our own site to either find friendship which is not it's not not a good place to do that or to ask us for a personal army request they're basically telling us to mm. write an article for him, for them or harass someone. And then instead of harassing the person they're asking us to harass, we harass them instead. So, you so reap this what guy you came in, right. This guy came in, uh, totally very you know, belligerent, very belligerent, and, very annoying, yeah. was told repeatedly that we do not like him, and that he should probably leave. And he did not listen. And then the people on the uh, Facebook group had to make him leave. And that's how he got the article. And he has his own YouTube channel where he talks about bodybuilding and being bald. I'm sorry, about not being bald, about how much not bald he is. He is very not bald as he uh, he 
he he's very adamant about that that he's not bald. So would you call it? Would you just call it baldy building? Then? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. I'm gonna put that in the fucking article. Oh shit! No, no, hold on. He's actually. <laughs> oh Jesus! No, no. Oh, oh no! Yeah. No, I, I can't because he's not su- just suing the site. He's suing every person who has ever edited that article, even though he has no way of finding them or wow. knowing who they are. So he is just just suing them in general, even right. though he he they he's they are named by their usernames. Okay, so the people he's suing are okay. uh, a chick named Boudica and a guy called. Mm. So you're gonna have to bleep that, that out. That's too. another beep. Yeah, yeah. Turbo couple, racial couple slur. It's, it's, so this, the, this entire uh, section is just gonna sound like a big Morse yeah, code. Yeah, I'm just gonna uh, explain to the audience. Uh, the name of the user is Turbo Racial Slur directed at Asian people. That is the person who is being sued. Yeah. And the, the lawsuit is quite amazing. I, I'm going to give you some details about that. Uh, he's suing us. He's suing the site. He's suing the uh, the users. He the, the lawsuit makes no sense because we are... Can I ask yeah. a question right here, though? Yeah. I, I want to stop you right here. like Because I, I thought about this when you were talking about uh, the lawsuit in 2009 or whatever uh-huh. it was. Um uh, yeah. what entity is actually being served with lawsuits in these cases? Like, is it just whoever the domain is registered to or what? Because, oh, uh, well, whoever they can find you know, that they like, can, uh, they can assume owns the site. Uh, okay. So the, okay. the de facto owner, so they make a guess about ownership. Yeah. They, well, it's not that difficult to find. Like the admins don't really try to hide it. Someone will eventually dox you and threaten you and try to sue you. When you run this kind of site, right. you invite this sort of interaction with people. You, you're not going to run Encyclopedia Dramatica and not have people harass you. Although for a long while, uh, we convinced people that there is an imaginary person called Joseph Evers who runs the site and gives us money. And for a very long time, people would try to find to dox and to sue the imaginary Joseph Evers, the billionaire who funds Encyclopedia Dramatica, who does not exist. So that was pretty fun. Uh, So yeah, so they either sue the owner of the site or they sue the specific person who is, um, who edited the things on the site that they are, that's actually the person you should sue. You can't sue the, sue the site because we're protected under uh, under Section 230. So this is all user-generated yeah. content. So they sue... Um, yeah, yeah. again, so one time one of our admins, I told this story on the Dick Show too, our admin got sued alongside one of the admins of, uh, of Kiwi Farms. And of course, they didn't bother to mm-hmm. show up in court and he won and they owe him $10,000 and they're just not going to pay him. He has no way of collecting that money. So so it's kind of futile also. The lawsuits against Encyclopedia Dramatica are basically harassment lawsuits. It's uh, it's what, what would be called a slap, a strategic, strategic litigation against public participation. Harassing people with lawsuits to get them to shut up about you. So, uh, so to get back to the story, this lawsuit is kind of amazing. It is horribly written. It is. It contains various sections from the article which do not correspond to the thing that they are trying to prove for which they are uh, quoting the article. So he just basically quoted a bunch of insults that we directed to him that prove nothing. It just proves that we're making fun of him. And the amazing thing is that the loss that his lawyer is the head of the state bar of Nevada. So we have no idea. Oh. How this was written so incompetently, we assume one of uh, the the state bar of Nevada's uh, interns wrote this, 
but yeah, basically he's suing us. It's kind of ridiculous. Our um, admin is, I think, going to sue him back because because apparently, you know, let's not get into it. But but he did something that allows us <laughs> to sue him back for suing him. Sure. So that's hopefully he'll do that because that will be our admin bases what he's going to do entirely on what would be funnier. He does not get, he does, he's not trying not to win, not to lose. He's just fucking around. His first plan was um, basically can be summed up in uh, uh, three way, three words, contempt of court, where he was going to write, have us all communally write a, an article to send back to the court and just have everyone write whatever they want. And that article very quickly uh, ended up containing a picture of uh, Ethan Ralph's gun. If if you know who that is and what oh, no. that well oh. it's a um, it's oh. some of you might know it's it's a it's a graphic picture of of recent infamy yes that's a good description yes. so uh, eventually <laughs> that's the yeah. best I can do on this so the choices were either that or suing him back and eventually he decided to sue him back and he's spending his own money just to sue this guy back just to fuck with him he doesn't care he's he, he's completely psychotic and so we're is everyone who has ever run this site. He's just doing this for fun. He doesn't give a shit. I have a so, question about all of is, this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And that is, if you attract these people who are in, in some way emotionally, uh, mentally maladjusted or yeah. unstable, mm-hmm. do you ever decide not to poke that bear? Like, even if they're annoying and they do things that you find cringy, does it make sense for you to say let's not make this person's life worse. Like, why would you make it worse yeah. for them? Do you, do you think about that? Or you, yeah. or you, like, you if know you what? know somebody is going to turn into a, a massive hassle for you at a point, let me, let me tell you the you big know, is secret. It just not, not worth let me, it. Let me give you, give away the game. If you're nice, we sometimes just delete the article. That is, that is just, no one ever tries that tactic. Almost no one politely comes to us and tells us, listen, this article is complete garbage. I haven't done anything to anyone. Just delete it. And when they do, we often just remove the article. And when we remove the article, this is the kicker, when we remove the article, these people gloat about it and we put the article back. I remember there was this one article, this completely wow. insane woman, when for, for a brief moment of time, was able to stop being awful and obnoxious and go to our admin and tell him, listen, I, I just please delete the article. I didn't do anything to anyone. I'm not. I'm just weird. I'm. I'm a harmless person. So, and this was a very funny article. But he felt sorry for her, and he deleted the article. And immediately after deleting the article, she went on whatever social media she was using and began gloating about how she tricked us and how stupid we are and how she do- hates us and doesn't give a fuck about us and how we can all go to hell and laughing about us for deleting the article. So we immediately put the article back up and she continued to harass us about it for four years. And that is basically the story of every time we, we try to be nice to someone and delete their article. They either gloat about the article being deleted and try and act awful about it or do something so much worse that we have to put the article back. I, the The admin that used to steal money for cocaine, if you were a good-looking woman or if you bribed him, he would delete your article. He would, not only would he would he let people bribe him, uh, at one point, some of the admins say that they, uh, they think he would actually extort people. So we're glad he's gone. But what? apparently... Yeah, apparently he allegedly extorted people because, of course, he needed mon- more money for drugs. And I forgot where I was, like, where right. I was going with this story. Oh, right. So one time, one uh, 
one Twitch streamer with really large boobs convinced him, I don't even remember who that was, convinced him to delete an article about one of her friends. And after he deleted it, a few months later, that guy turned out to be a, pedoph- to be a pedophile and we had to put the article right back up. All she had to do was ask nicely and of course have big tits. And we, we just deleted it and he <laughs> made it worse for himself by uh, diddling kids. Yeah. So most of the, so it sounds like uh, yeah. So most a lot of, the, of peop- the times there's an article about somebody. Uh, that person is. I'm not saying we're they, not. There's something. There's something to have an article. Yeah, about. we're not making their lives worse. They are actively, constantly making their own lives worse. We are just one of the aspects in which they have chosen to make their lives worse over and over again. These are people who repeatedly fuck themselves over. Our articles are a minuscule addition to the complete catastrophe that they make of their own lives. Or it is just retribution for their behavior. If you diddle kids, it's okay for people online to say, hey, this guy diddles kids. Again, my opinion. Is 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 all of this worth it? Because, I mean, you, mm-hmm. you've packed more crazy stuff into the tale of Encyclopedia Dramatica than I think we've had in like 60-some episodes put together. Like this, the, the, the fact that, that you have to refer to, uh, differentiated men's by like, this is the admin who is stealing cocaine. Uh, I'm sorry, he was not stealing cocaine. We do not have cocaine to steal. Or I'm sorry, money uh, for cocaine. Stealing money. Do not suggest we have cocaine. cocaine. That's right. Like dramatic does not have its own cocaine, <laughs> even though we have several articles claiming that we do, by the way, we have an actual very well-known article called hookers and blow. And we often refer to, uh, we offers, often say that all money that is donated to us goes towards hookers and blow. Okay, so you keep, keep going with your question. The, with the lawsuits and the, the, the daily problems with people it? and the, the never-ending stuff. Yeah, because like you, when you were just talking about that woman, you said, well, then it went on for four years. Yeah. I, I had people um, threaten to that's kill me. one person. I had people threaten to kill me over that situation or a different one. Uh, No, a different one. Well, that one also uh, several times said she'd kill me, but I didn't take that. I didn't think she would actually try, but there was, there were a couple of people who, who were very, very adamant that they would try to kill me, but they, they never attempted it, but they probably, when they said it, they meant it, but is it worth it? Well, first of all, yeah, the person you need to ask is not me because I don't own the site. To me, it isn't worth it. At one point, even uh, before the current admin took over, someone offered me the site, and I told myself, told him, "Listen, I I'm busy with making videos. I I like going to the gym. I have a job. It isn't worth the hassle." Like, sure. For me, I enjoy the site, but I have gotten so used to it constantly being almost taken down that I I can't even feel bad for it. Like every time it goes down, I'm like, oh, okay, well, Encyclopedia Dramatica is dead for, for forever this time. And then it comes back and then I'm, oh, cool, the site's back. Okay, so I'm just going to keep using it. So I for me, it's not worth it because I'm already accepted the fact that the site needs to, to disappear. Nothing lasts forever. And I even suggested that we shut, we had the last year, we had the site's 15th anniversary. And I suggested, let's just shut it down on the 15th anniversary. Just, it, it's a nice round number. Let's just close it down. Well, why the fuck not? Now, that was my suggestion for how to celebrate, but no one, no one listened to me. No one ever does. Very sad. But, but when you could be making videos and doing that stuff, all that stuff you talked about, and your videos are awesome, by the they way. Not, we'll hit they're that, absolutely uh, not. Briefly in a second. Awful. Uh, well, that's what I do. <laughs> I am making videos. Before I was making videos, my favorite hobby was writing these shitty articles. I had a lot of fun doing it. I enjoy writing. And I told myself, you know, my writing is fun. Why, why not try making videos? That sounds like... No, actually, that's not how I started my channel. 
Uh, I started my channel when cocaine admin needed more money for cocaine, but I did not know that the money is going for cocaine. I, I thought it was for <laughs> legitimate purposes. And I told him, listen, I'm going to start a YouTube channel. I'm going to make some, uh, I'm going to make some videos and you know, we'll, we'll monetize them at the time. It was still, well, actually none of my videos should be monetized, but they are. So I think I could have, I would have been able to slip it past, uh, YouTube's monetization if I tried. And we made a few videos, we made a few podcasts and I made like one video and then I looked at it and I said, listen, this, this is complete shit. This is very poor quality content. And I'm going to stop making this for a while. And I'm going to make some of my own videos. And when I get better, I'll make some videos for Encyclopedia Dramatica. And we'll have an official Encyclopedia Dramatica channel. We'll, uh, we'll branch out into other media. And for a while, I also wanted to, uh, to make sort of an Encyclopedia Dramatica news show. And that went completely to shit. I, um, I started writing some scripts. I started, uh, you know... So I got, got the ball rolling and I paid one of the artists on the site to draw some art for me. And then he took the money. I should not have paid him in advance. And he took the money and it took me a year for him to actually <laughs> send me the drawings I asked him for. He's a wonderful artist, but he has, yeah, he's a wonderful artist, which is why I hired him. But he, he has no, uh, no sense of doing things on time. Not very punctual. And then I needed a voice actress <laughs> to voice um, Aetan, Aetan, the mascot of the site, because that's how we're going to do it. We're going to animate the little, uh, the little mascot talking and reading the news. And I found one of the girls on the site who had actual acting experience, but uh, she didn't have a microphone. And for, for like half a year, she stretched it out. And she's like, yeah, we'll, we'll get it done. We'll get it done. I was like, never mind. I still haven't gotten the art yet. And then she stopped logging in. Yeah. And then that was done. And then I found another person to do my, uh, to do my voices and, uh, we were going to do the show. And then we found out that the, <laughs> the money was going for cocaine. So eventually we didn't do it. But at that point I was already making my own stuff. So I just kept on rolling. So that's the story of how I okay. made my, uh, my channel. <laughs> Why is every story like Homer's odyssey? Like, yeah, it's like and the simple, <laughs> the simplest question turns into like some sort of like epic poem where like I like giving details. Things <laughs> Listen, the details, the details are what makes it good. But okay? the details exist to give. The, but, That's what but I those mean. Details don't exist yeah. in, in other realms of the internet. <laughs> Yeah, okay, there aren't like like like, like, like yeah. back alley you know, handshakes and and prostitutes at everybody's like origin story <laughs> for how they created their YouTube channel. So this morning, yeah. like Kevin and I are dealing with it with a small editing thing, mm -hmm. yeah. right? We talk to somebody who we think would do a good job. Mm -hmm. Like an hour later, they start to do it. There are a couple questions. Uh, sort out the details. It gets done. There's no cocaine. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's no problem with delivery it, 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 success where's the like three hours that? later successful project that's that's not fun <laughs> that's what the normal stories are like though <laughs> well that's a boring story that's a you should find shittier artists and then you'd have something to tell on your podcast then you'd, you'd be able to to regale the audience with tales of how you gave twenty dollars to a crack addict to draw you a picture of Boogie 1488 with a penis in the middle of his forehead and he took the money and he killed someone and he never got your art back. Just find the shittiest artist on Fiverr and pay him. And give him an, a project way beyond his scope. Just drive him insane and then you'll have a good, pro then you'll have a good story. 
tell him you want a portrait <laughs> of Boogie fourteen eighty eight, and tell him to go to his house. Tell him you've already told him you're going that that you're going to be at his house, and tell him to go to his house and draw an oil painting of Boogie fourteen eighty eight, and then see if he gets shot. That that would be a good story. <laughs> are you are you taking notes on this, Kevin? So your actual content, yes. uh, the stuff like the like the truth streams. Yeah. How did you, out of all the things, I mean, like you've been clear that your entire universe is, oh, everything is fair game. Yeah. You can find humor yeah. in anything. You, everything is, is source you material that's going to be adequate. How did you land on the type of stuff that, that you do? Like, how'd you go in that well, direction? Let me, let me tell you something that I've realized. The two things I, the, the, the three things, sorry, three things in life that make me happy are uh, horrible shit on the internet. So bad it's good content and uh, cute animals. I like uh, I like kittens. Kittens are very cute. Uh, and I found that people who like internet trolling and people are also people who very much like so bad it's good movies and so bad it's good music and all of that. And my theory about that is that I guess trolling is trying to find a so bad it's good reality. That is that is what trolling is about, and that is what looking at awful movies is about. Look at finding something that is so ridiculous that the person who made it is had to be sincerely passionate about it but had no idea that what he is doing is very very stupid and ridiculous and trolling is looking for that in reality or if the supply does not meet the demand creating that in reality by finding stupid people and antagonizing them into acting in funny ways and in fact my my original content on my youtube channel if you go back all the way back was making uh, reviews of things that are so bad they're good because you know, there is no so bad it's good channel on all of YouTube. People are hyper specialized on mostly movies. Like the, you, you can't if you only if you enjoy all sorts of so bad it's good content, then you, you've got nowhere to go. You have to go to like ten different channels to to look for good stuff, and a lot of shit just falls through the cracks. Like who's gonna review so bad it's good web comics or so bad it's good porn or whatever it is. So I decided to make a channel about that. And finding and my truth streams, I'll just give some uh, some background of what I actually do on the truth streams. Me and my friend Viz, we find uh, conspiracy sites. We find sites that belong to people I assume are insane or just very very dumb, and we read that they're ridiculous conspiracy theories about about reality and that is about what what they believe is going on in the world and that is another good example of so bad it's good reality and we we started like what kind of things what kind of conspiracies do you find well, let, let me let me tell you the first thing we found and this is my my co-host found this and this is how we started doing these streams uh she was looking for some sort of picture on online and instead of looking for google she went and looked on, uh, for it on uh duckduckgo and she tells me, if you want to find insane websites, mm -hmm. just look for anything on DuckDuckGo. Go, go to the image search and just scroll all the way to the bottom and start scrolling back up and looking for insane pictures. And you will find the sort of shit that, that, that uh, Google hides from you because it's completely stupid and awful. That is how you find the things that Google <laughs> has completely removed from the search results. Okay, so hold on. So as she's looking for something, she finds this website that's looks like a prank it, it looks like it was made on geocities in 2008 or or earlier it's bright yellow the text is red it's filled with these weird pictures and she starts reading it and she realizes everything is on in all caps and it's a guy who believes that there is a satanic cult that controls the irs and that the irs 
kidnaps people, puts them in a coma, and steals their internal organs. And the site, the, the funniest thing about the site is that it's completely impossible to navigate because there are no links. There is a front page and you can't go anywhere. And if you look for pictures, you'll find uh, the link to a different part of the website that there is that is impossible to find uh, by looking at the front page. And then you'll find just a list of hundreds of links that it doesn't say what the links are, just dots and every dot leads to a different place on the uh, on the website and some of them are more ranting some of them are ranting about the, the Rothschild some of them are conspiracy videos some of them are YouTube are sorry are Tupac videos that are linked from YouTube he be- that person believes that um, that 9-11 was done with styrofoam kites he sells kites he drives right, yeah, oh yeah, he drives around the city yeah. and what I like to call the conspiracy mobile which is a car which has a giant styrofoam kite on it and various nonsensical writings written around it. It looks like the car was designed by Alex Jones. And then from then, from there, we just kept finding more and more shit. We find found a guy that believes that uh, he is the king of targeted individuals. Targeted individuals are people who think that the government is sending spies to to look to to harass them and to annoy them for for no apparent reason. This guy we believes that the uh, government is shooting microwave beams into his head to to cause him rashes and we found him because he posted a tweet where he's just he has his head down like this he, the people can't see but he's he's his head is like this and he's like and the text says the government shot a microwave beam into the base of my neck and i can't lift my head anymore this, this sort of shit and you okay. you start going down the rabbit hole and you find more and more website we found a guy who gives you instructions on how to uh make a hat made out of lead to protect yourself from microwave beams so there's no shortage of this stuff there's no end you only to have it. to look uh, there's no end to people like this and and so this this is our you know kind of kind of the last question then we'll hit the patron they have some yeah, questions okay. the the patrons do you got a few uh, rapid fires on there but there's no end to any of this stuff there's no um like they're never not going to be people embarrassing themselves on the internet people acting inappropriately on the internet so if that's not going to end is it ever going to end for you are you going to be 81 years old uh you know, streaming about these people and laughing at, at something like Encyclopedia Dramatic. Look, I don't know what I'm going to do when I'm 81 years old, but I can tell you this. I don't think I will ever stop finding funny things funny. Okay. Something I'm not, I'm still going to be 80 and think that dumb shit is very, very entertaining. I don't know if I'll still be doing this as a hobby because, you know, I, I feel like, let me tell you something. I feel like I'm the cocaine admin. I feel like I'm like, horrible internet shit is my cocaine because as time goes on i need a bigger and bigger dose for me to find something funny if at this point if no one died not funny enough okay i need at least three bodies still warm for me to find any entertainment i'm like i'm like a junkie chasing his next next high and i always need a bigger fix because the things i used to find crazy and insane a few years ago are just normal to me i am so used to the insane crazy shit that it barely even gets a rise out of me anymore i need something so stupid for for it to still be funny to me but i am forever going to be trying to make myself laugh or at least laughing when i come across something that is sufficiently stupid for me to find it entertaining that's it 
I think that that sums up a lot that we that we've talked yeah. about that it's one big build that never ends until it bursts for somebody whether it's uh the person who kind of loses it over something they've done or the the admin who uh loses it with their judgment in their personal yeah. life or whatever or at some point maybe it bursts for you you know who i'll knows say why. one more thing i'm sorry i'll say one more thing the forum is off come to to our forum we promise not to dox you unless you're really annoying the forum is I mean, and the, the, the DIRC is also like that, and actually the wiki is too, but basically when there's nothing to do, when there's no one to harass, the users of the forum harass each other. And it's like, uh, it's like Highlanders. It will continue until there is only one user on the forum left. Only the strong survive. We constantly whittle down the weak and stupid users and only the most annoying and fucking psychotic remain on the site, all the psychopaths, and it will continue until there's only two of them left and one of them manages to scare away the other. And that will be the end of Encyclopedia Dramatica when someone wins an Encyclopedia Dramatica. <laughs> and it's going to be me. I'm not leaving. There I'm not fucking going one. anywhere. <laughs> You're Christopher uh, Lambert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's better. To, it's better oh. than being his daughter, I guess. I, I picked the the successful role here. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Well, we've got uh, we got a couple questions uh, that are <laughs> they're they're shorter than than most of the mm -hmm. others. Um, uh, let's see. First of all, there's one for Kevin. James wants to know what's on your shirt. Come. Uh, this is uh, a Twin Peaks shirt. It's uh, yeah. No. It's a what? No, it's a clean shirt. Of, um, <laughs> Listen, Dale, it's a blacklight. You can't hide it. I can see it from here. That's a, that's the mistake you made by sitting <laughs> under a blacklight. You can't hide the the cum spots. I can see them. <laughs> okay. Oh, I got to get back to the episode chat. Kevin has shown his clean shirt. <laughs> no blacklight evidence. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's good, by the way, to be on a computer instead of a phone on yeah. these. Uh, let me see. Uh, right. So Trev, uh, Trev asks this is trev's dead who grows in infamy on various platforms by the day um he's got a, a broad mm -hmm. question about the future of encyclopedia dramatica but but generally edgy humor and content on mm -hmm. the internet and it, we've talked a lot with so many different people about the broad crackdowns mm -hmm. and the heavier handed terms of service uh not just on monetization but on the ability to to even do a thing and have it mm -hmm. hosted where do you see this going okay well there's a couple of of uh aspects of this first of all i think that as long as there's an audience unless you can crack down on absolutely everything there is going to be someone who produces content as long as there's someone to consume the content and i you know we talk people talk a lot about these the censorship but when i think about it while the censorship dimin often diminishes people's ability to reach people i've rarely seen someone actually disappear like even the worst websites if the person who owns the site is really dedicated to creating what he's creating, then the sites are still online. Like even Stormfront, everyone tried to get Stormfront off the internet and you right. can still go to Stormfront. And it's not even like they went to Tor and Tor kicked them off and they are still online. It was a fucking precedent. Tor told them to yeah. fuck off because they're fucking psychotic. By the way, the guy who runs the site used to be one of the admins of Encyclopedia Dramatica. That's kind of a funny connection. But if you, uh, if you really want to watch something and people, if a lot of people really want to watch something and someone wants 
to make that something and he really wants people to see it, they'll find a way to make it. And the fewer places there are to get that that to get that content, the, the more they will consolidate around the few places where they can. So the few edgy comedians and and right-wing content that manages to survive becomes pretty fucking successful. Like Tucker Carlson is has the most successful show on television, I think, because it's it's yeah, the only yeah, place to get rated, Tucker yeah. Carlson's opinion. Anyone else has been harassed, has been fucked over. But because he's the only one to go to, everyone yeah. goes to him and he gets more powerful and more successful. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's part of the issue. As for the censorship thing in, in more broad strokes, it's uh, it's kind of an issue. Sure, because what I'm seeing now mostly is uh, sort of an arms race between uh, between people who make edgy content and then people want to take it down. So let's say you want to make some some content that is inappropriate. So you put it on a website, you get banned. You put it on another website, you get banned from there. So you decide to make your own website and you know, you're know you not bothering anyone, but people still simply can't accept that you're making this content. So they try to get your hosting service removed. Okay, so now you have no website. So now a lot of troll sites have started making their own hosting services to to maintain their websites. So when that doesn't work, people will go to uh, to the people who who do your uh, DDoS mitigation. To uh, what's it called? Well, you know the company, uh, the the company that uh, God, I can't believe I forgot the, their name. But they will rarely ban anyone. But they but recently they've they they're trying to to have an I think they did an IPO. So they want to to keep it clean. So that's how they got. That's how they banned Stormfront. Okay, so people will continuously find ways to fuck with you, and people, other people, will continuously find ways to uh, get around it. The biggest obstacle right now for uh, for edgy websites is actually the banks. If you manage to make your own website and have your own server and your own uh, hosting and your own domain registry and your own everything, and you need money for that, then uh, certain rules, certain uh, parts of the Patriot Act and of uh, of Operation Choke Point, I think it's called, that uh, was put in place by Obama, make it not only acceptable but almost necessary for uh, for credit card companies to force banks to shut down your website, to not allow you to have a bank account. So that's a big obstacle. So either so the way I see this going is either um, the law gets involved. The law usually gets involved when these companies go too far, like they're trying to reform or maybe completely ban the Section 230, which is a huge mistake. But the only reason that's ha- that's happening is because yeah. Twitter got a little too big for its britches and decided to attack Trump directly. So, of course, he's going to fuck with him back. So these laws will take a long time to change because the law is always about a decade behind the new technology. But maybe eventually they'll right, change. Yeah. Hopefully they'll change for the better, but probably they'll change for the worse because they, the, the boomers always fuck it up. And when the boomers die, then whoever replaces them will fuck it up. But me, in the meantime, until some legal action is taken, and there are several directions you can go from this, and there are several aspects of this that need changes to the law, then the best, uh, the best solution is a free market solution. But there is no free market because uh, the banks are involved and they're fucked with you. So the solution people are using now for now is uh, using cryptocurrency. But the problem with that is that cryptocurrency is not right, ubiquitous yes. enough among people for this to be a viable solution for a large platform. So until the law changes or until a lot of people have uh, cryptocurrency and and are comfortable with using cryptocurrency, there's going to be fewer edgier sites. But if and when that changes, 
if that changes, and I believe when that changes, you're going to see uh, an uptick in more websites that cater to this because they will have a way of remaining online without anyone being able to fuck with them. You're going to see a lot of troll websites create infrastructure to host this sort of content. And then the final stage will be having their own money in the form of cryptocurrency so that they can uh, pay for this infrastructure. That was sort of an, a long answer, but that's my opinion on the on the matter. That covered a lot. And, and Trev said that it was um, the best answer that he's gotten to his many questions. And, and yeah, I agree. Well, that I'm was glad, complete and glad awesome. Uh, this one's simpler. Yeah. This one's simpler. It's from Chinchilla. Uh, why does Encyclopedia Dramatica look like it wants to give me a virus? Okay, first of all, we no longer give viruses, but <laughs> but when Cocaine uh, Admin was running the site to make money, he filled the site with tons and tons and tons of uh, malware ads. And if you go, if you look up Nick Rocada Encyclopedia Dramatica, you will find a beautiful vid- video when Nick Rocada tried to access the site during a stream, and it completely fucking flipped out his virus, uh, his virus protection, and it shut down his fucking. You, you, you won't believe this. You, he's watching it, and suddenly you you see a red light flash on his face, and you hear virus alert, virus alert, virus alert, and he's like freaking out what is this doing why won't it work and then and then the stream died that's an but but since we have some new admins the virus ads are gone the reason the site looks like it it wants to give you a virus is because our current admin has no no taste he wants everything to look not just retro but to look like shit and he changed the entire site to permanent ninth mode and we can't i don't know how to change it back so everything is black and everything looks like shit and he will not listen to us when we tell him that it looks like shit and we tell him he laughs at us and there's nothing we can do about it but we will not give you a virus at least for now (laughs) Okay. So, so I need to say something about this before you joined, you know, in the five, 10 minutes when we were trying to get set up and all that stuff, we were hanging out. Chinchilla pops that question in, in, uh, uh, the episode chat. And I thought, well, I, I know exactly why this is the case. Like, it's really simple. They don't have, uh, a lot of money. Like you've got to keep things bare bones to keep, uh, the server costs down, you know, make the site serve quickly. Well, yeah. And I thought that too, you know, it preserves that original aesthetic. So that's what I think the answer is. And I explicitly said to Chinchilla, like, I think I know, I think I know what, what this is about, but and I'm really interested to see if I'm right about it. So then I ask the question and you lead with, <laughs> well, we no longer give viruses <laughs> to our users. <laughs> I, I'll, uh, I'll say this. The site looks like that on purpose. Okay. Uh, we, uh, the, the wiki software is pretty <laughs> pretty updated we but we but i think the admins intentionally keep it looking old we could make it look more like wikipedia is uh, wikipedia looks right now but i i think they're they like it the way it looks okay well we've got a couple quick Go hits ahead. uh from kino the first one is uh are you going to make a series out of the prager u videos uh, i'll tell you about the prager u videos the most all of my videos right now this is the secret about my channel i made it for the so bad it's good stuff and then the soap my videos were so fucking bad that I felt like I was wasting quality content on shitty videos. So I decided I'm not gonna make these anymore. I'm gonna work, I'm gonna keep making videos about other stuff until I am good at making videos. And when I am good at making videos, I'm gonna make the videos I actually want to make, which is more so bad it's good content. And so since then, I've been making just random shit, whatever I feel like, just whatever pops into my head. And the PragerU videos, I thought to myself, you know, I'm not getting better at this. I'm my videos are still garbage. So what I'm going to do. 
I'm going to watch a bunch of tutorials and I'm going to read a bunch of instruction books and then I'm going to incorporate basically everything I find into a horrible, awful YouTube poop. And then as I was doing it, I went, I completely <laughs> overshot the purpose of a YouTube poop and I ended up trying to make it look like it's an actual PragerU video. Like I'm trying to hide the seams so people think to themselves at first, wait a minute, is this a real is this a real video that, I, that I'd never seen before? And then it becomes very quickly obvious that it is not. But it is going to be a series because I've watched so many of these videos and I've and, the, and they're so hard to fucking make that, that I can't make it all in one video and I can't include everything in one video. And I have so many little clips of, uh, of Dennis Prager saying dumb shit that can be taken out of context that I can't just, just dump it. I have to make more videos out of this. So for the next... For the next long while, for for the foreseeable future, I'll be making more of these videos. And the next video is uh, called... The, the working title is Dennis Prager Teaches You How to Destroy the United States Government with Cum. <laughs> and that is actually what the video is about. Uh, that's It's going to be a great video. So so it's high-end content. Real good. good quality content. Good, good, good. <laughs> Stop asking me about cartoon no, right. videos I'm not quick. making. How? I'll make one more video about Steven Universe. <laughs> this is not a cartoon channel for the last time. <laughs> How many lawsuits are being levied against Encyclopedia Dramatica at the moment? On it, is it just the one, or do you have that? That really depends. Uh, a number of, of that really depends on how you define levied. Because if you count just random lawsuit threats, we get these about once a week. We used to have a, a page where we would respond flippant. We would post the lawsuit threats we would get. And then we would respond to them flippantly and just leave that on the page. Like I remember one specific email ends with, begins with with the words no ends with the words I have repeatedly asked you to remove this with this page and you have responded with mockery and refusal and the response to that was ha ha no but we we <laughs> mostly ignore the lawsuits because almost no one actually goes through with it like the people we make fun of they're not known for making good life choices. Most of them do not have the money to sue us. Most of them do not have the understanding of the basic things that they would need to do to even begin a lawsuit. So we're not really concerned. Once in a blue moon, someone actually goes ahead with it. And the lawsuits that we are sued with are completely ridiculous. Like the one that's being levied against us now is, I'm not going to say it has no chance of succeeding, but it has the, the chances of it succeeding hinge entirely on either our lawyer being very bad or the judge being very sympathetic to this guy and just deciding to basically find some legal some legal argument to give him a break to get him to mm. win this lawsuit because he feels so yeah it, that, you never know what the judge is going to do that very well may happen yeah there's yeah. your interpretation exactly. of the law there's the correct interpretation of the law and then there's the judge's interpretation of the law you you never know what the judge is going to do even when you're right the, the judge can find some excuse for why you're wrong so actual lawsuits one Lawsuit threads more than we can actually count. Okay, that that, that makes sense. Uh, the last question before a little bit of a prompt mm -hmm. is, is when are you going to go to prison? And, and I want to add on to that question. What's it going to be for? Well, if I'm going to go to prison, it's not going to be for something that I did on the internet because most people I harass are... Uh, are in other countries. I need to do something to someone in Israel or to do something to someone in, in the US or another country who is extremely rich and extreme in New yeah, Jersey. In, I'm sorry, in New Jersey, who is extremely rich and extremely petty and would spend a lot of time and a lot of money to pursue this. If I'm going to go to jail, uh, it is, it's going to have to be something in real life. Maybe, maybe one day I just decide, you know what? 
I'm tired of writing articles. I'm going to be an article. And I just, oh, no, it's actually pretty hard to get a gun here. <laughs> but I'll, I'll buy a 3D printer. Listen, New Jersey. listen, I will buy a 3D printer. <laughs> you ready to close this one out, Mr. Mr. I don't. Kevin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Odd Guy, uh, for, for joining us. Thank you to all of our patrons for hanging out with us uh, in the Discord here. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash thecreateunknown. You can become a $2 tot. You can become part of the dumpster crew, the infantry, the baby gang. You get to join us every Wednesday because TCU is TC me and you mm. on Wednesdays. Nice. You like that? Yeah. It's good, yeah. right? I came up with nice. that. All right. Until next time. See you, Space Cowboys. Thanks for listening to The Create Unknown. We'd like to thank everyone who makes this show happen, and especially our patrons. A very special shout-out to our associate producing Baby Gang. Trev's Dead, Boromir, Bot Dogs, Cat, Conrad, James from The Upside Down, Jeff Davis, Patrick Pister, Baseweight, and to our ever-vigilant infantry, Jen Mafasanti, Kevin with an E, Menard, Mikhail Steinke, Monsieur Chinchilla, Ryan Steer, Sean Malone, Triple Question Mark, and Monaghan. And thanks also to our producer and editor, Ben Webster, and to our social media manager, Dan Yoshua. The Create Unknown is an unknown media production. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 